0: There, there's nobody else out there doing what we're doing, and I think it's really special to be able to, to do what we do and, and kind of introduce people to, to many things that we bring like community, love, being seen, mm. coming back time and time again. It, yeah, introducing a relationship that is not transactional, which many of the, the relationships with the homeless have are that it's like, hey, give me some money, give me some food, and move on. Sure. And we're challenging that.
1: People of and City, people of every everywhere around the world. This is David. Christopher Bacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy.
2: My name is Dr. Ortiz. I've been in Denver since 1973. Okay, so let's just
0: talk in circles for a little bit. <laughs> let's talk in circles yeah. just
1: keep the breeze a little. Yeah. You know, they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person.
0: A lot of people say home is, home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome
1: back to Homeless But Human. Today with you is Blake and?
2: It's Shayla. Hey, Oh, there she
1: is. (laughs) Little, little hang up there. little delay. So with us today, we have a follow-up. We have a follow-up from a conversation you heard from us about six months ago from David, who is a formator who has made his way to Philly for the year and helped launch the program in Philly. So today, we are following up with David. David, welcome back. What's up, y'all? What's up? Good to have you. Wait, that's Texas. You're in Philly. What's up, use? <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. See, no that's way. exactly what we were wanting. <laughs> oh, Philly, we love you. What's up, and that's why we're here. So, again, six months ago, we talked about why now, right? Why now for Philly? Why are we going there? Where's the need? How's the Lord work to orchestrate this? This true, just symphony of parts that come together and Mm. make this program work, right? And the Lord has been very present. And today we just want to hear more about how the Lord has been present in that. But Mm -hmm. we need to put a Christ in the City flair on that. And for that, Shayla can help us.
2: A Christ in the City flair, huh? Well, today we are going to be putting David on the hot seat. And we want to hear everything about how this year has gone in Philadelphia. And honestly, mostly just to hear about how the mission is going and how Christ in the City, Philly might look a little bit different than Christ in the City, Denver. But how so true it is to the mission and how we just want to let everyone know, especially on the East Coast, like, what what's up and what we're doing yeah. in Philadelphia.
1: I'd love to share. Yeah, and we we do have so many of you who have come to Christ in the city in Denver and especially from the East Coast. Lots of mission trips, visitors, mm-hmm. missionaries and their families from the East Coast. And this truly just opens up a new horizon for our volunteer work and at the end of this we'll even talk about how we're starting to launch some some things in Philly. But This applies for everyone, no matter where you live, because we're going to talk about some of those similarities, some of those core things that have come up organically of like, what is Christ in the city to its core? And also what are the homeless experiencing to their core that is Mm. similar? So David, with that, what is core to Christ in the city, right? Like that looks so similar, but also very different by nature because it's in a different city.
0: Yeah, I think when I first, and all the staff, we went to... Philly, we were wondering, like, okay, how's this going to look? You know, we were open to to seeing what things need to be the same, what things need to change as we transitioned from a program only in Denver to one that was in both Denver and Philly. And it was really neat, and it's been very beautiful to see certain aspects kind of find their place and new ones also be born. Um, yeah, and it's been really cool. I think, in one sense, many people who have come to visit us have said, "Hey." this just still feels like Christ in the city. Which yes. I'm really happy for it. It's like, yes, okay, we did it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but it's been really neat. I think, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, what we do is the same, both in Philly and Denver is like serving the poor, serving the yeah. ones the Lord loves the most walking with the missionaries, having them grow in faith and yeah. prayer and, and community and, and having that radiate out to both the poor and the surrounding community, which is the same thing we do in Denver. So that's mm-hmm. been really neat to see the exact same things lived.
2: Yeah. I had the opportunity to actually come visit this fall yes, you um, did. Fall of 2022. What year yes. are we in right now? <laughs> and it was awesome because I obviously we came in the earlier in the beginning of the program. Mm-hmm. So there were still things getting set up and there was, you know, you guys were still getting the hang of everything, but I just, just really felt like, wow, this is like grassroots Christ in the city. You know, yeah. like this yep. is the, the core of the mission and we, we were really doing it. And I, I was just, First of all, proud. But I think I've heard this from other like alumni that have come yeah. to visit, other staff members too, that they're mm-hmm. like, Yes, we are we're Christ in the city in Philadelphia. And so, so what is
1: that though? We we keep talking about it, like what is that? Right? You're saying like it
0: is, it is, but what is what is? I mean, the fundamental spirit underneath both cities is a trust in the Lord. Yeah, like, and an aspect of mercy being lived both within the house and outside the house. Mm-hmm. And both have that. And like it's it's what we seek to transmit to our friends on the street, the love and the mercy of the Lord, and going forward, and what we do is crazy, and it requires trust in him, and we live that.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I agree.
1: From my visits there, it's been, I mean, and even in Denver, we've moved multiple times. The missionaries have completely turned over. The staff has almost completely turned over, yet how is it the same? And I think yeah. it speaks true to <clears throat> the purpose of a mission statement, right? And yeah. it's it's thrown out there so much in Corporate America, and just it it may seem so silly of like, well, what's your mission statement? And I think Philadelphia and Denver right now have shown like, you, when you are united under one mission, when you're Mm. striving for the same things,
0: the fruits are going to be similar. And that's been really cool of like, yeah, okay, there are some differences between the two cities, which are going to happen, right? But at the end of the day, what are we? We're a program that seeks to serve the poor, form the youth. And that happens in community yeah. and in prayer, and that goes out and radiates. And yeah. the exact same dynamic plays out in Denver and in Philly. It's and really,
1: it really beautiful. has been able to like, like siphon off like what is what is the the root, right? Mm-hmm. What is the core to this? And like you said, the mm-hmm. community life, mm-hmm. the prayer, the sacraments, the formation, right? And then service to the poor. And I think it's such such a gift. And and as we talk about universal community, right? We all desire community. Our, our missionaries, mm-hmm. the poor we serve. What has been a difference in the community? I know you guys have mentioned the streets haven't looked as different as we expected Hmm. from Denver to Philly, but there has been a difference in the community. So if you could speak to that.
2: Community of the
1: the homeless. homeless. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah. On one hand, I've been in Denver now for about five years before I went out to Philly. And now being out to Philly, you can see it is is different. Very much so. I mean, Philly is a big city. And so Mm -hmm. it has all that a big city implies. Yeah. And my impression is that in one sense, the homeless are a little bit more isolated than, than in Denver. I think they're just part of the landscape. So you have traffic, you have noise, you have like trash and you have the homeless and they're just kind of a little bit more hidden. Yeah. And so our efforts have been really beautiful to kind of bring them out of that hiddenness, to kind of bring them out to the light, to be seen, Mm. to be gazed upon by our missionaries, to be gazed upon with love. And, uh, that's been a, an interesting difference I didn't exactly expect. And also within the homeless community itself, they're a little bit more kind of isolated in Denver. The homeless hang out together in and, and Philly much a less so, I think, because there's less resources and yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody's trying to, to basically fight for, you know, whether it be flying a sign or getting into housing or getting a meal more so than in Denver. Mm. And so little things that have been really beautiful, if like I had a conversation with one person where... It was a normal conversation, fifteen minutes, and at the end of it, he was like, "Man, thank you. That's the longest conversation I've had in a month."
1: Wow! What? And so I
0: think, in one sense, it's been really beautiful to see what we bring. Yeah, which is the same thing in Denver is, is yeah. love, care, concern. Seeing them is particularly impactful for them. Impactful for them in Philly. Yeah, uh, just because of what it's like, you know.
1: Well, that isolation, right? There's yeah. such a difference in Denver. We do see a lot of a lot of camps, a lot of like mm-hmm. people who, you know, got each other's back. And part of that is the nature of the homeless in the city. And I think it's very real from our summer service experiences. You know, I've been to many, many cities across the country and Denver is a traveler city, yeah. Yeah. right? So many of the, the people who live in Denver are from out of state. It's mm-hmm. a very normal thing here to yeah. ask someone where they're from, where they're from mm-hmm. sure, right? And in Philadelphia, it's, for the locals, it's not that. It's where would you go to school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the
0: grand majority of the homeless are from Philly. So they, they were grew up there. They were raised there. And, yeah. and that's where they still are. Which um, is even harder
1: yeah. at times to hear, like, I am miles away or blocks away from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or I see my family. That isn't always the case in Denver. Different... Have you seen, like, how is that internally and, like, that handling that when you are
0: dealing with the homeless and they're like, they know where their family yeah, is in the yeah. city. Yeah. I think they suffer more
2: Totally. Yeah. because
0: yeah, it just hits home differently. You know, you don't have the same things to kind of avoid certain questions. You're, you're still walking the same blocks. You're still seeing the same stores that you saw from when you were younger. Ooh. And that is, that that, that hits deeper. Like oh, yeah. the sense of hopelessness is is, is stronger in that since mm. you you don't feel like you're on the move or advancing or kind of yeah. experimenting or something to look forward to. It's kind of a lot more mundane. I've, I've been here for 10 years, 12 years. There's not new.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they have three missionaries walking up to them and that is something uh-huh. new.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And it sparks, it sparks something different that's maybe they've never encountered before.
0: 100%. That's been so beautiful. I think one of the most... Moving things for me has been the testimony our missionaries have given to the homeless and to the city itself that have been like in one sense a novelty. Yeah. Sure. There there's nobody else out there doing what we're doing. And I think it's really special to be able to to do what we do and, and kind of introduce people to to many things that we bring, like community, love, being seen, mm. coming back time and time again. It yeah. Introducing a relationship that is not transactional, which many of the the relationships the homeless have are that it's like hey give me some money give me some food and move on sure and we're challenging that it's obviously yes. been hard at times it's yeah. like hey why don't you give me what I need and I don't understand why you want to talk to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but it's neat to challenge that and and slowly little by little introduce hope and introduce yeah. a new way of seeing things and something new like you said. You know
2: yeah. it seems like for for the the homeless that you're serving it's like they're in such a A survival mode and maybe even like have more walls built up because this used like this is their home and this there used to be memories all around them and maybe those are still there but now they can put up these walls and then the missionaries come in and what do they want from them you Uh know like what is what is the what is the transaction what is the interaction that they're looking for and when there is no sort of like expectation there I can't imagine that's not just uh, transformative
0: yeah one of the things that's been really cool to see too is it's obviously like we're not from Philly. And so right away, that's kind of like, a, oh, you're not from around here yeah. kind of thing, which uh, is different yeah. than Denver's all, everybody's from all Everyone's all over. from yeah. everywhere. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is the testimony of the missionaries who's like, hey, I am willing to give up not only a year of my life, but like a home, like, and come here Ooh. to this city and love you, to be present with you, to stay with you. I have no other plan than what yours is right in front of you. I don't think that can be underestimated what that says to the homeless. Yeah. Like, and especially in Philadelphia where yeah. it's like, you came here for me? Mm. Like, yeah. In a city where it is much more just kind of us, it's coming from the outside is a a more interesting testimony of the power of love, you know?
2: Yeah. So,
1: street credibility, right? We talked about this half a year ago. It's like, in Denver, we go to the streets and it's like, what are you doing? We get that a lot, but sometimes the homeless or the, the poor are like, I'll tell you what they're doing, right, to each other. And it's this, remarkable almost like reputation Mm -hmm. and we talked about how philly we don't have that going in this is like 12 years ago street ministry here how is that like you're you're six months in half a year in how like it sounds like the welcome has been warm but have you seen
0: street credibility be built have you seen how have the poor reacted i think it's still being built we have little victories that are always a joy to celebrate the missionaries my team that i walk with is on convention center and one of the places we walked to is a men's shelter nearby. Mm. And we had a moment about a month and a half ago where my team showed up and everybody who waits outside for the shelter was like, hey, you're here. Oh. And the team was like, we did it. Like, we made oh. it. Like, we're yes. here. <laughs> um, and I was like, guys, this is really cool. Like, this will be a staple, hopefully, God willing, going forward for yeah. years. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Christ in the city will be there for the poor in this place. God willing, hopefully, yeah, going forward forever. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so... That was really neat. So little by little, I think we're gaining cred, but that takes time and oh, patience. Yeah. And we're dealing with a demographic that, by nature, just takes time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's <as> isolated, <laughs> you
1: know. Right? They're not yeah. used to yeah. a 15 minute conversation. Was the longest conversation they'd had in a month. Yeah. Ooh.
2: I I heard from a couple of the missionaries that they were actually surprised by some of like the street credit that they've that they've got. Like, yeah. They, I mean, I think some of the missionaries had the mindset going in which rightfully so going into the year like okay we're just gonna give 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 all year and Uh like we're Uh really just building up we're building up the program Mm -hmm. of christ city we're building up the street cred and we probably won't see any fruits from the work that we're doing today because or today or this year because it's like the program is so fresh it's so new and it seems like it hasn't been completely that way no the lord has been actually really present there and showing some of those fruits already
0: yeah i'm really thankful to him and he in his own way shows and gives us like little buoys when we need them. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm I'm beyond proud of the missionaries. I think they they showed up willing never to see the fruits. Like that group mm-hmm. will, yeah. showed up saying, okay, I'm signing a blank check for maybe nothing. Mm. And it's been neat to see small fruits be born, you know, they've been really beautiful. And yeah, I think when you show up day after day, especially in the rain, you start to build a little bit of credit. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: yeah. So much rain in Philly compared totally. to Denver. <laughs>
2: I I was wondering, so we talked about like street cred from the homeless. How was the, just like the community of Philadelphia received you as far as just like, I've heard stories from strangers walking by on the streets, seeing what the missionaries are doing. And also just like those supporters of your, of your mission, maybe it's at, you know, headquarters in Philly and what that looks like.
0: Yeah. It's been one of the neat things of being out in Philadelphia is like, okay, let's get to know who's around and, and have them, if they'd like be part of our mission and also to kind of support them in ways we can. Yeah. So it's been really neat to be able to, we work a lot with the Newman Center at Drexel U Penn. Drexel uh-huh. So we go out street walks with them twice, a, twice a month, which has been really cool. Nice. I know the yeah. students have loved it. We've loved having them. It's good for our missionaries to meet and hang out with other young people too, which is great. Yeah. Last two weeks ago, we went on Bishop McIntyre came on a street oh, walk yeah. with us, which was amazing. He loved it. Oh, He's like, awesome. I want to come back, which is oh, great. remarkable. And I think he had a really good, Really beautiful experience of just kind of, yep, walking in the streets like being a pastor. You the know, archdiocese
1: diocese has welcomed us with open arms. I mean, they well. Archbishop Nelson Prez, oh my goodness, thank you so much. <laughs> He's come over and had dinner with the missionaries. Mm-hmm. He's had our program director there meet with multiple members of his staff and just really introducing us to everyone. Yeah.
2: yeah. So you guys had your first ever lunch at the park not too long ago. I
0: know we've had About a month two and, now, and a half. Has been yeah, great. Yeah.
2: And for any of our East Coasters listening, we are going to start doing Lunch in the Park in Philly regularly every week, correct? correct. uh-huh. When does that start, David?
0: I think in about three weeks from this recording. We're going to have it every Wednesday. At noon. And and for those who are wondering, Lunch in the Park is something we
1: establish in Denver. It's one of the first things I think that was established like regularly, and it's, it's bringing in our homeless friends, the poor, actually a lot of housed to come to Lunch in the Park and mm-hmm. low-income housing. And we come together once a month to just celebrate a meal together. And we get many volunteers from the community. The poor come. Our missionaries bring their friends to meet their other friends. And it's just truly a familial, regular thing, right? It's snowing today a little bit, but we're there. And Mm -hmm. I think the consistency that we've built up in Denver, the volunteers know it's going on and will show up. The homeless know. The housed but poor know. And
0: just people who need a friend know. And mm-hmm. that is
1: going to be beginning in Philadelphia
0: at the cathedral. Yeah. So we're right outside on the side of the cathedral, the little yard right next to it. You you can't miss us. You can't miss it. And I think the neat thing about Lunch at the Park is, well, the food's part of it. It's never been about the food. Yeah, It's always no. about the community, about the you know. And so it's neat to offer a service that doesn't necessarily have the communal aspect that some of the other services mm-hmm. do. And yeah, we're going to be starting that soon. It's been great mm-hmm. so far.
2: I love lunch in the park specifically, so I I get to oversee our Denver lunch in the park, and it is just like such a wholesome way to connect the greater community of of Denver and volunteers to our community of homeless friends, and like to to bring everyone together at one point. We do lunch in the park every week, and it's uh it is just like such a special moment for for everyone involved each each time, especially for our new volunteers coming in. Maybe they've never like yeah been that close to the homeless before. Maybe they've never served in this way, even just like having conversations for, for a long period of time. And it is, it is such an awesome opportunity to, to really just like dive into what we are as a mission.
0: I think if you're on the East coast or in Philadelphia, lunch in the park is a great place to start. Yeah. It's a, it's an easy environment to kind of enter into. You have Mm -hmm. missionaries who can kind of help you learn the ropes and walk Mm -hmm. with you as you like explore this baby for the first time. Yeah. And it's a, a really, yeah, like Blake said, a familiar environment where we just come together as family and share. And uh, I think it's a great place to start. It doesn't require the commitment of a missionary, of like going out every single day. It's like, hey, can I give an hour of my time once a week?
2: Yeah. And you, you know? think
0: of lunch in the park, right? What
1: we talked about earlier with the missionaries and how the volunteers bring so much life, right, to the community. And it's, and it's simple. Like it's usually over a meal. Right, Most of the time we have friends visit and it's like, please eat with us. I I encourage you, even if you're not on the East Coast, even if you can't drive to Denver or get here, like that is something you can do. And I think that's like, Mm. that is the spirit of Christ in the city, which is the spirit of the church, right? Just spending time with people. And that's
0: beautiful moments of Christ happened over a meal. Yeah. Which is, which is really neat.
1: And what a Mm -hmm. reflection, Mm -hmm. right? So it it is even making our own little lunch in the park or that's something with our family, just having guests over for dinner i mean it truly is it's such a remarkable thing and it it, you would be shocked at how much it means to the other yeah right it seems so simple for us sometimes we forget about lunch in the park's importance when you're in the Mm. mundane we're like oh we're doing another week we're doing another week and then a snow happens Mm -hmm. and our poor friends are like you're here Mm -hmm. you know and it's like well of course we're here and week after week that's the highlight of the week yeah Mm
2: -hmm. so we kind of talked about the the ministry side, um, the outward like support. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about the Philly community internal with the missionaries and how that's been this year.
0: I think wow.
2: I know you have so many thoughts. I know. David loves it's, it's them hard. so well. I, I love them <laughs> a
0: lot. I love them a lot. It's hard to distill it down to something small, but I will say it has been absolutely beautiful. Um it's a smaller community in Denver, much smaller. So there's mm-hmm. only 13 of them out there. And all that 13 implies is is there. So yeah. yeah, really deep friendships, really cool relationships amongst each other, really good support for each other. But on the flip side, you know, community has its challenges. And yeah. so there's 13 of you. So if you're having issues with one missionary, you can't avoid them. <laughs> and so it, it forces you to, okay, let's talk this out. Like, yeah. Hey, let's live reconciliation. Hey, let's become better together Mm. and they have grown so much they've been a really selfless group that has in essence bonded over the mission like bonded over their love for christ and and regardless Mm. of differences or disagreements or agreements or friendships that are natural they are together in together for the lord and for the mission and that's been really cool to see Mm.
2: there's something so special about the first you know the first year
0: yeah one of the guys wrote a speech to the men and I printed some of it out and then put it framed it and put it in the man cave. And I was like, Hey, this is going to be here forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every single man who comes through and looks for inspiration on how to live this, like love and loving until it hurts. will Look to the words you've said and hopefully draw an inspiration to do this, you know?
2: Wow.
1: Yeah. And when we talked half a year ago, it was so much what we think our expectations will be. We know it's going to be a struggle. We don't know how, you know, and it's like, as those get lived out, it's so unique how they just completely confuse all the missionaries and staff in the way of they were nothing like we expected, right? Like we did not expect the last time we talked to go to the streets and start building some street credibility at all, Mm -hmm. right, so fast. We did not expect that volunteers would be so needed for the life of the Mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. Like we know that in Denver, but do we fully know that? I feel Mm -hmm. like we even know that more now Mm -hmm. or even the struggle being the mundane. Right, it is going so well there that it's become the mundane. And yeah, has there been any for you that have just really shocked you the most? Like what the Lord has asked you all to pick up as a cross?
0: I think for both the staff and missionaries, I think a theme we're all living is we understand we're laying the groundwork. Like we're, I think all of us deep in our hearts are willing to to live love to an extreme. That in the future, each successive year that comes through doesn't have to go through what we went, you know, yeah. obviously the challenges will be different Real. and the Lord will continue to help us grow for each group that comes through. But I think we're trying to live radically all we can now. So the group that comes in next time doesn't have it as hard as we do wow. in certain ways and just kind of laying the groundwork, whether it be on the streets, stuff within the house, mm-hmm. creating a culture, networking, et cetera. So that way the next group that comes in can kind of, yeah, live on what we've lived of like we've died so that way others who come after us can can live and love fully
2: Mm.
1: and for humans what a i mean we just need that we've seen that in history in the world it's so many the martyrs right isn't that what they're
0: doing too i really hope i go back to philly in like six eight years and the things that we're working on now just are part of it like nobody even questions them yeah and it's, it's gonna be really neat to be able to go wow like we did those small things and nobody knows. And it was like, <laughs> need to have given that like small thing. Like, okay, if they have working heating in a couple years, great. We got that working, you know, and yeah. nobody knows. It's just a given, which uh-huh. we yeah. need to have the legacy given to that, but like a quiet legacy, like yeah. a hidden one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, one which no one will have known about, which is neat.
2: Mm. Isn't that Mary's way?
0: Yeah, it is. The Lord knew exactly what we needed and
1: it is that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: David, I'm wondering for our listeners, are there specific prayer intentions that they can pray for, for the Philadelphia Christ in the city community?
0: Obviously for our friends on the street, I think we're, we're beginning to get deeper with them and things are getting un unveiled, untangled serious things are coming up just like it does in Denver. Yeah. And so I think our friends are going through a lot and opening up about a lot. And so prayers are essential in those moments as like those crucial moments of will you let love in you know, yeah. Will you see yourself as worthy and for our friends to be open to that. And for our missionaries to continuously transmit that because yeah, those moments come and go sometimes quickly. And for them to be open to grace in the moment that that needs to happen. And for the strength to do that with all of their hearts. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We ask you if you could just pr- pray one, our father for that intention, right? We never know in this life, what the the effect of these prayers can have on our, on our friends mm-hmm. in the street and the missionaries in that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, David, Thank you so much Thanks for joining guys. us.
0: Thank you.
2: You're Six natural. months
1: later and <laughs> we're just...
0: We're out you
2: know, there.
1: Yep. I'm <laughs> glad
2: to hear, but it's not crashing and burning. I know. We, <laughs> so
1: we were worried about sending David out there. We didn't know. He likes to slide. <laughs> but no, David, truly, thank you so much. Thank you to all of our supporters for your prayers. Again, any support for this Philly program would be greatly appreciated. It's it's on the ground. It's running, but we're still so young and, and so new. So I want to give one quick shout out to
0: everyone who donated to our Amazon wish list. I... I can't mm-hmm. say thank you. The house is where it is at because of you guys.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's a miraculous story in and of itself. So we shared an yeah. Amazon wish list, mm-hmm. and the,
0: the overwhelming amount of support was we couldn't keep things on there. It it's was awesome. shocking. Yeah. I'm so grateful.
2: Such a great way to be involved. And for all of our other listeners that are wanting to be involved with the, the Philadelphia community, there, there are a couple ways that we are looking to start, continuously yes. bringing in more volunteers mm-hmm. and having um, people involved in the mission and one of them yes, the wish list always keep keep an eye out for that. we're also going to be looking for volunteers and for lunch sponsors for our lunches in the park yeah. that we want to do mm-hmm. weekly in Philadelphia so if you or your parish wants to be involved reach out to us. Uh, and yeah, if you want information on volunteering with us, what that looks like to, to join us for the lunch in the park, you can just go to our website, org and go to our volunteer section there and you'll be able to find information on volunteering in Philadelphia. Yeah, I think
1: that's great. Well, David, again, thank you so much for being here with us. To our listeners, thank you for joining us in this journey where we try to know, love, and serve the poor. And I think just being in this expansion year to Philadelphia is, is just a joy to have you and all the support and prayers for our friends and our missionaries. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for having me on.
2: Thanks, David.
1: God bless. See you next time. Mother Teresa, one of our patrons would say, if I look at the masses, I will not act. If I look at the one I will because of these one-on-one encounters, because of people like you stepping out of your comfort zone, this mission is spreading. This mission is making its way into parishes, schools, seminaries, and communities nationwide. We have families making care kits for the homeless, college students coming on week-long mission trips and then going back on fire to serve the poor in their cities, seminarians and small groups across the country doing Christ in the City-style street ministry. This mission is becoming a national and worldwide endeavor, and we're so happy you're here. For even more in-depth Christ in the City training, videos, and interviews with the homeless, we invite you to join our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways you can join us in this mission. Visit Christinthecity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community and receive a special Christ in the City gift. Imagine with me for a moment if every homeless person had one friend who cared about them. What a difference that would make in the world. And what if that one friend is you? You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, podcast platforms. And do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave us a review. God bless you.